when I feel like I want to grip, I want to control, I want to make this work. And I want to do something and I want to blame someone and, and I'm just frustrated. That's resistance. Welcome to the Vibrant Flow Podcast. This is where we reclaim our feminine essence and our right to luscious, soft, vibrant living the feminine way. If you are ready to release the old paradigms of hustle, perfectionism, being nothing but hard on yourself and the good girl syndrome, and just step into your feminine power, deeper faith, queenly living and the vibrant flow, you are in the right place. I am here to support you and to hold you accountable in your sweet feminine homecoming. Okay, sister, let's jump right in. Hello, gorgeous. How are you doing? Welcome back to the podcast. Have you taken some deep breaths? If you're feeling stressed, if you are rushing from one place to another, please just in this moment, take a few very deep breaths so that your belly is actually expanding. This is something that I've been doing of late, especially when I was really crunching with my thesis um, submission. I had to take some deep breaths while I was super, super focused on getting it done by Tuesday this week. And I did. And I feel amazing. But it was, I mean, I was just so... I worked on it for 12 hours on Tuesday to get it done, like to get it really ready to go. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's been amazing to, to have that off my shoulder. And I know you're sick of hearing me talk about it already. But I'm actually going to make an episode on how to do academia or work or anything that you might consider masculine in structure or in nature and how to do it the feminine way so that you are the receptive end of the bargain. <laughs> you, are, you are the vessel that is just channeling this inspiration and channeling the words and, and being a conduit because that's what I practiced. And I am so grateful to say that this process, this academic process of writing a, th a master's thesis, which in Finland is quite large. I mean, I, I feel like my like American friends that I've heard have been surprised at how large it is. It used to be up to 100 pages of, of research. Now it's smaller. It's like half of that, but but up to 60, pa up to 60 pages, but still... It is like really, really big in terms of like how many sources you need to use and how much research you have to do and how much writing it contains. Or, uh, or yeah. But but anyway, it's it's just been so amazing to feel the felt sense of of a difference of how it can completely change, even that tedious, sometimes tiresome sometimes so not motivating job that you might have can actually be 
a source of inspiration for you when you embody being a feminine vessel. So be on the lookout for that episode. I will be preparing it later. I've just been, you know, I've been feeling really weird because when you have this huge project that you've dedicated months to and then it's done and and you're really just relieved and happy that it's done and I, I, I got it done earlier than anyone in my seminar group. And that's not, again, that's not the point. But for me, it's a testament to doing it the feminine way because it just makes it easier. It makes it simpler. But, excuse me. So I've been feeling odd because when that's no longer there and you suddenly have this time that you've been used to dedicating to the project or whatever it is, and now you're like, you don't have it anymore. And it's done. It, it's this weird sense of emptiness. Even sadness is weird. I was talking about this with my friend yesterday because I was feeling really low. Almost like depressed. Like, I know what depression is, so I, I don't want to say that. But it's like a mild emptiness that I felt. And I was moody. And it felt just weird. And I, I had to talk to her because she had gone through that same process just, you know, very recently. And she said, yeah, that's completely normal. Like, I, I felt that, like, it actually lasted for up to three weeks. I was feeling a little odd after that. And I was like, no, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that can happen. And so I've been navigating that weird feeling of emptiness, of, of, of even sadness and just being off a little bit. But that's why I'm doing this episode, because it always gets me back on 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 that, you know, emotional vibration of of excitement and of passion. But I also feel like I need to rest and I need to recalibrate. I just put on Instagram and that I needed to take time before getting back to messages because I was just, you know, my mind has been working so hard the last um, six months or so um, that I needed that time and I still am going to need that time. So that's why episodes are dropping when I'm able to record and when I feel like I have at least some capacity in my brain to, you know, produce words <laughs> and talk about things that are actually important. But anyway, I am going to talk about something that came up during or just, you know, at the end of a coaching call with my client. And I promised that I would make an episode on this because I thought it would be useful and, um, yeah, useful for others too. Because I think this is not something that only one person goes through. This is quite universal. And sometimes during our feminine journey, especially if you are up-leveling in any area of your life, you are just, you know, you're done with the old you. You're so sick of the old you and the old stories that have limited you and have kept you, for example, single or have kept you um, in the job that you hate or have kept you... Um, not satisfied in your relationship you're just done with your old stories and then you're like yes I am going to say yes to this queenly journey this journey of of becoming the most feminine me as possible and coming home to myself and learning all all of these things uh, relating to surrender and feminine masculine dynamics and and how to live like a queen, really. Um, 
there are moments when we're not sure, okay, well, is this like, am I holding on to queenly standards or am I actually operating from entitlement and sometimes even victim mentality? So the situation with this um, episode, the context is when things don't go the way you would like them to go. When things are not working the way you would like them to and you are disappointed. It can be at at your work, on a date, um, in your relationship, uh, when you're on a holiday, you've had expectations and you get disappointed. So in my last episode, I think I shared the (laughs) random... um, It wasn't random, actually. I just didn't connect the dots during the recording of that episode. But I was telling you about how we had this date with my husband uh, over a week ago on Tuesday um, that I'd been looking forward to because we we hadn't had time to go on a date in a long time and um, we wanted to see a movie and um, we wanted really to see something like lighthearted and we'd chosen the movie... um, we would planned out to go look, for, you know, to go to the bookstore that I, we love to go to and have some, you know, coffee and, and hot cocoa somewhere and eat and all of the good stuff, right? And nothing went right. Like everything went wrong. <laughs> I, I was really, really tired when we met because I hadn't eaten lunch, which was stupid of me. And, and I'd eaten some snacks that made my stomach ache and um, then we went to eat and it, you know, made my stomach ache worse. So, and the weather was awful. It was rainy, it was windy, it was cold. You you couldn't really walk outside um, a lot because of that. And and I was just, you know, sweating with my stomach ache. Um, I was trying to make it better by going to the bathroom of the bookstore and spending half the time there. And... It was just weird. And then and then we went to the movie and, and right like last minute I had to make the call. Can I even see this movie? And and I made the call. The stomach ache ache just subsided just a little bit. We went in and got the snacks, bought the overpriced snacks at the theater, and then when it started we realized that it's dubbed, meaning that the voice there there are voiceovers in Finnish for the live action film because it's actually for kids and and for, you know, teenagers that we wanted to see. And we didn't realize that. And my husband had bought the tickets like in in advance and he hadn't checked. Okay. So we watched the movie for 10 minutes and then we decided to go. I was, you know, the stomach ache was awful. It was getting awful again. And we just, neither neither of us could get over the fact that the you know the mouth and the voice just don't match and it, it's not we can't deal with that it's 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 awful um um so we left after watching it for 10 minutes after paying for the tickets and paying for the snacks and i'm feeling awful still and we just go to home and you know at that moment you like i could be Let's say that this is a date that you've had, you're, you're still dating and it's not your husband. Even in that situation, you could be like, oh my gosh, like, 
this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I was expecting. This is not what I want. This is not what I want to tolerate and all of that. And it's fine. But here's the thing. Queenly standards is also about your inner standards of self-awareness and feminine responsiveness. So here's the difference between having a queenly having queenly standards and then having or resorting or you know reverting back to this sort of victim mentality which is also always asking like why is this happening to me that question alone if you're asking that if you find yourself asking that why is this happening to me and my example here was like not not dangerous, not like serious, but you get what I'm saying. It was a disappointment. And and you could, and I could have in that moment a response of, why is this happening to me? And this is not what I want. And like, why didn't my husband check the movie and, and that it, it's the original voice in French, in this case, um, and rather than dubbed and... and why didn't I eat properly during the day and save myself from the awful stomach ache that I, I'm not sure where it came from and all of these things or I can be like okay well this it just happened <laughs> it, it just happened and you know life happens sometimes things don't go right and it's not that you sort of ordered this and it's it's being you're attracting it so it means a ton of things about you and it means that you're not worthy of good experiences no what the heck it's just you know it happens it's life and we laughed about it like literally we laughed about it um, when we got home my stomach ache subsided finally and I was able to eat and we ate the snacks and watched Netflix. It was fine. It was a good ending to a really bad, bad date, right? But it could have gone differently. In the past, the past me could have, um, probably would have <laughs> uh, responded very differently to that experience and have been like sour and moody and, and sulking and... Um, uh, giving the silent treatment and being just so disappointment, d- disappointed because I had all these expectations of like finally having some fun with my husband, uh, you know, because I've been working so hard on this, you know, this and that. And he has been working so hard on on his projects. And I, that building of expectations and the inability to meet whatever happens with queenly inner standards is what leads a woman, what what led me in the past to react from a victim mentality place. And um, it of, often can also look like entitlement, but I've also t- talked about that on, in a previous episode, if you want to check that out. So... Okay, let's take another example. You go on a holiday, let's say to Italy. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, you know, feeling like going to Italy right now. 
and you've looked forward to this holiday for a long time. You've raised your level of tolerance for luxury and abundance and you book this beautiful hotel room and, and all the things, the treatments or whatever and you've saved, saved money for it and you earn more nowadays because you've raised your level of tolerance for abundance and, and you arrive and it's not what you were promised. The window doesn't face the lake and there are appliances missing. The staff is a bit dismissive and sometimes even a little rude. And okay, here again, you can react with a blaming victim mentality that keeps you frustrated. And the belief sometimes rises, or the reaction, I should say, rises from a deep-seated belief of why like i don't deserve good things or i don't deserve good treatment why do i always get this so the victim mentality response why is this happening to me remember that if there's anything you're taking out of this episode remember that the response why is this happening to me is a sure sign of victim mentality and sometimes it's hard to hear sometimes the the situation is legit like things are legitimately bad but we're here to challenge ourselves and to grow and to 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 embody this queenly uh queenly version of us right this feminine surrendered queenly version of us so we need to ask ourselves hard questions that most people don't. And I know that you're here to do that. You, you, you don't want to do what the, you know, 95% of the rest of the population is doing all the time, which is a loop of victim mentality going on all the time. So you can respond, respond with that blaming, like you're blaming people or you're blaming yourself. That can also happen, right? And the underlying feeling, again, is there um, saying that, why is this happening to me? Why don't I get better? Why, why can't I get what I wanted? Why can't I get what I ordered and paid for? Okay, so of course, you get to voice your request. And in this situation, especially, you can voice it. You can say, hey, I was promised... Um, a lake view I was promised this and that and and whatever is missing and whatever is not matching the the package that you bought and I'd like to have it fixed or done whatever it is by the end of the day thank you so much now that is clarity okay you're when it comes to kindness, because I don't want you to be nice, because being nice is not a queenly attribute. It's not a queenly way of of um, dealing with things. And now some of you are like, what do you mean? Do you mean I have to be um, rude? No, absolutely not. There is a difference between kindness and being nice. Nice is not is not a good thing that keeps you that that is very often being nice and having a very very deep-seated victim mentality those go together kindness is clarity so 
you don't put in passive aggressive energy into your request, but you come from a queenly firm kindness and clarity. And this happens after you have met yourself with queenly self-awareness and realizing that you have inner standards of how you are responding to things. Because you know that life happens for you, not to you. You know that you no longer want to hold on to victim mentality. You're done with that. You're done with the old you. So there's a lot of self-awareness. And that's something that we're building all the, t- all the time. And you're building it, right? You're cultivating it. And feminine responsiveness is not passive. But f- again, imagining that vessel, you're, you're a bull, you're a vessel. And you notice you have the trigger, you notice what's happening, okay? You, you see the hotel room and you're so disappointed. Um, or you had the date that was a disaster. You're feeling the disappointment. And again, this is not about emotional bypassing. I don't want you to do that. But... Rather, you, you get to recognize your emotions, feel them if it, is, if it is appropriate and you have the time and space for that and the self-containment for that. But what happens is that as a vessel, you sit there and you recognize what's happening. You recognize your response. Was it coming from victim mentality? Was it coming from... Or is it... Is it um, pushing you to blame others and to hold on to this anger, right? And if you feel angry, you have to let it out. But obviously, I'm not (laughs) telling you to go yell at someone. You need to process it with yourself, (laughs) right? Like a queen would. And then you ask the question so that you can be filled with what to do next how can this be resolved for the best of all of us? How can the this be resolved in a way that serves me, serves, and is like the best outcome for, for everyone involved? For example, when we had the date and it went wrong, it was just a disaster and my husband was really frustrated with having paid for for all of it and it just went wrong and he was frustrated with himself for not checking that the movie was dubbed that it wasn't the original audio um and the original like yeah voices of the actors um and i was frustrated with the whole experience of having feel you know having felt tired and and having this freaking stomach pain and um uh, you know it, it just throwing off the whole experience that I really, really wanted to have with my husband. In that moment, we come to this situation, okay, we can respond in a way that's just going to make this worse, that is keeping us stuck so that we disconnect from each other and from ourselves by numbing out, by, by you know, keeping ourselves in the loop of of sulking, of, of feeling depressed or sad or angry, frustrated, and then turning against the, you know, turning against each other and start pl- blaming each other. And why didn't you check the movie tickets? And, and why didn't you eat lunch, for goodness sake? <laughs> why didn't you do that? And, you, you know, that could have gone 
like that. And sometimes it has in the past. I've responded in a stupid way. Um, and I've really held on to this. Oh, I was, I'm so disappointed. So, uh, you know, that is just going to be my dominant vibration in that moment. And it, and my husband obviously then would feel it and he would get annoyed and then it just, you know, escalates. But rather, we we were just like, okay, you know, that wasn't fun. Okay. <laughs> but I'm so happy that we're home now. <laughs> I'm so happy that the stomach ache has like is no longer there. It's subsided. I, I feel better. But I really still loved being with you. And I still love, like, I love being in this moment right now. And I'm so grateful for you. I literally, like, when we were watching Netflix and, and I was feeling better, I was eating, I was eating the snacks and, and I took my husband's hand and I was like, I'm still, like, really, really happy that, you know, I was with you and this day with you was still better than a great date with someone else. And that was a choice also. I made a choice to go a different route with my emotions, with my how, the, how I'm responding to the situation. And so with the, with the example of, of, of you facing something that's a disappointment, you get to ask the question, how can this be resolved? What can I do in this moment that would make it better if there's, if there's something I can do? If there's nothing I can do about it, then I'm going to surrender. I'm going to release it. I am not going to make this event, whatever has gone wrong, the source of my happiness or the lack thereof. I am not going to give the staff of this hotel that are dismissive and rude the power to make me feel bad and angry. So you get to ask yourself the question, are you feeling icky or, or are you asking the victim question that always includes the phrase, this happened to me and why is this happening to me and why can I have something better? Or are you taking responsibility for how you react in the moment, meeting yourself with gentleness and then asking the question of, okay, I am ready to receive inspiration on how this can be resolved for the best of everyone involved. And then you go and voice your request with queenly gentleness, kindness, and clarity and firmness as well. Before you're like throwing your reactive emotions at these people. You take a moment with yourself and then you voice your request. And that the same you can do with your relationship, something's going wrong with your date, you're not there to react, being in a state of reactiveness. We all have reactions. We all sometimes feel triggered and those always point to where we're not free yet and how we can just, you know, work on that and let it go. These situations where things don't go right and you're disappointed they're also a gift. They're a chance for you to see, okay, this emotional triggering that's happening. It is revealing something about my internal world. 
it's it's revealing something about how I'm relating to to everything really so outside occurrences and triggers they they serve as masculine penetration right in terms of polarity and you as the feminine you get to be open and that's the tough point that's the challenge there can you sit with the discomfort can you meet yourself with grace and gentleness rather than being reactive and immediately going to action, immediately going to voicing your opinion, immediately responding in a way that's like blaming yourself or blaming someone else? Can you sit with the discomfort, feel it, and ask the queenly question of how this can be resolved? And there you see that the masculine penetration of this situation is pointing to lingering tension or resistance or even rejection inside you. It's a felt sense also. You are, you're not just a mind in this equation. You are a body as well, right? The feminine lives in the body. And so you get to tune into your body and how you're responding with your body. Most of us just bypass this process altogether because that's what we're taught to do but you're relearning that we actually know how to do that as babies in many ways some of the ways we don't like attunement um, relational attunement that has to be taught by example right and by experience but in many ways we were a lot more connected to our bodies when we were babies than we're now and so we're really relearning that but seeing the disappointing thing that happened as an opportunity to see how this is serving you by pointing to where you are holding on to beliefs about your worthiness or beliefs that don't, you know, are not true, really. Like in the moment where realized okay the the date was just awful the whole day was a disaster really with me and my husband um just as using that as an example it was for me it was masculine penetration in how it taught me and pointed to my resistance to allow to surrender when I feel like I want to grip, I want to control, I want to make this work, and I want to do something, and I want to blame someone, and, and I'm just frustrated. That's resistance. It's reaction, but it's also resistance to surrender and resistance to softening in that moment when it's uncomfortable. And when I allowed myself to soften... And just let it go and let go of the frustration and the desire to blame anyone. It opened me up a little bit more. And that's why the end of the day, we, we got to end the day on a high note. We got to connect. But rather if I'd, if I'd let that old way of responding, that reactiveness come through and 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 control how I act, 
we would not have connected with my husband. We would have been annoyed with each other. We would have been, we would have been frustrated with each other, if not angry with each other. And, you know, just holding on to the disappointment. Rather, I was able to let the disappointment go. I felt it. But I let it go. And he did as well. Sometimes, you know, when the feminine does this first, the masculine, it's easy for the masculine to do it as well. Because you are the... You set the tone, right? As the feminine. And... So with anything that's happening that is a disappointment in your day-to-day life, as a queen, you are always having this opportunity to see situations, challenges as masculine penetration when it's pointing to your resistance, rejection or tension within. So that you can open a little bit more, soften a little bit more, let go of the gripping a little bit more. Just sigh out. It feels good. It feels really good when you let the, let holding on to the disappointment, let it go. And you accept what is right now. And you find presence again in the moment that you're in with your entire body. And you are able to connect with yourself and if there's someone else you are able to connect with that other person from that place and create that connection again and to strengthen it because these moments especially in like relationship these moments strengthen the connection a lot they are the defining small moments that build the connection and the relationship so that it it just it, it gets to thrive and the same with you same with yourself when if you are alone in the situation when you realize that okay i actually you know don't don't want to blame anyone because i know that doesn't help and it keeps me stuck in my old patterns that i am so ready to release and let go of Rather, I get to meet myself, feel the emotion, and hold on to this inner standard of self-awareness. So we talk about woman, high-value woman having standards. This also means having inner standards of self-awareness and feminine responsiveness rather than reactiveness or reactivity. (laughs) I'm not even sure which one. So I hope that you understand what I'm saying with this. And I hope that you feel encouraged. Because you've got this. You're well on your way. You're working on these things. And I can promise you that when you're committed to this journey of softening, of living the feminine way, it just changes the texture of your life. These moments when you're feeling like nothing's going right. And you find more capacity to sit with the discomfort so that it can transmute into something better. That is building capacity and texture in you that is delicious. 
that's magnetic, that is open and receptive. And the more you can do this with these kinds of examples, the more you're able to receive all kinds of goodness. Because you're slowly, with different situations and triggers, you're letting go of the resistance, of the gripping and the controlling, of the blaming and the victim mentality. And you're rising to a completely new level of you. And imagine if you commit to this, how different are you going to be in a year's time? How different are you going to be in five years' time? This can change your relationship. This can change your life. This can change your, your professional life, the life with your kids, with your friends, in your dating life. It's just amazing. It's so worth it. I hope that you are ready to commit to it. So that's what I wanted to say. I feel like I can't talk anymore. <laughs> so um, if there's anything you would like to ask, any any uh, questions, if you're listening on Spotify, by the way, there is that Q&A bar just you know below the play button. I would love to hear your feedback. It helps me a lot. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or somewhere else, you can always leave a written review. It you know It helps me know that these episodes actually help you. And they keep me going, right? And any messages on Instagram, I am always over the moon excited to see any feedback messages. Even if it's like requests or or saying like, you talk a little too fast or you talk a little too slow or whatever. That, by the way, that changes during my menstrual cycle. So just so you know, sometimes I speak a little faster. Sometimes my brain is just not able to do that and... And, and that's why I speak a little slower. <laughs> um, it's actually funny. If you want more of me, if you want all of my exclusive episodes and my affirmation visualizations that I have on Patreon, I have now changed it so that because of my, you know, the whole system is now changing with me and the coaching that there's only one tier. There's going to be only one tier in a month's time. It's already now there. That's five euros per month. That's approximately the same in in dollars, um, where you get access to all of the exclusive episodes that I have there, all of the downloadables, the workbooks, and and everything that I'm creating on a monthly basis. So that's there. I would love to have you join the Vibrant Flow Fam on Patreon. And if you want to work with me one-on-one with the Vibrant Woman program and to embody and integrate the seven pillars of vibrancy so that you can change your life whether it's your relationship your marriage your dating life the way you're relating to your work and yourself if you have been a perfectionist a hard on yourself strivers you know this texture of gripping has been dominant in your life you feel like you you just you're sick of the (laughs) old way of relating to whatever is important in your life i would love to help you I know we can change your life. Seriously, the tools are going to serve you for the rest of your life. Um, especially if you are in a relationship, how to be the feminine in that relationship is what I'll have to teach. And until the next episode, stay in the vibrant flow.